Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you, Christopher Sharp, for being here this morning. No, it's such a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So tell, take me through this as far as in your life as a, as a documentarian, as a director, why this project in particular is so meaningful to you. Yeah, so I actually grew up in Uganda, and my father grew up in Uganda, so I had a big connection. And I was big, a big fan of Bobby's music. So Bobby's a huge pop star, musician, Afrobeats, reggae star in East Africa. So I knew his music, and I met him at the beginning of 2017, him and his wife, Bobby. And I started chatting to him as a little bit starstruck because, you know, <laughs> he was a big deal to me. <laughs> and then he sort of told me his story. So he'd grown up in the slums, in the ghettos of Kampala. And he'd been pulled himself out. Parents both died very, very young. He had had a pretty rough ride. He'd become a musician. He'd started doing sort of street music and become more and more well-known and famous to the extent where he built himself a nice house. He married this very beautiful girl, Barbie, had these four lovely little kids. And when I met him, he was singing protest songs about the government. I think what had happened to him, he had sort of pulled himself out of the ghetto, but he knew that the majority of Ugandans were still really suffering. So, you know, the education's terrible, the healthcare's almost non-existent, um, to an 80% unemployment, and he sort of felt that um, the government, which had been in power at that point for 32 years, were really abandoning their people. It was obviously a dictatorship. They do sham elections every five years, but they kind of decide what the result's going to be before the election. So it's a kind of, you know, and they use a lot of violence and they turn off the Internet and they abduct anyone they feel you know, might be a threat. So Bobby was going up against this very dangerous regime. And I thought, wow, this is such an extraordinary character. And him and Bobby were so optimistic and positive and willing to go for it and willing to make this incredible sacrifice. I thought, look, I'm going to follow these guys and just see how it goes. I mean, the thing about making documentaries, you don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, I, Bobby could have been killed at any point. Maybe he'd sort of suddenly decide this is not for me. Um, I can't do this anymore. So it was a bit of a leap of faith, but it felt worth it because they were just such wonderful characters. And then we spent five years following them. When I met them and I just heard their incredible bravery and how courageous they were and they were going to go up against this dictatorship and risk 
you know, risk everything they'd built. Mm -hmm. It just felt like such a wonderful, incredible story. Um, And, you know, five years later, we ended up with the film Bobby Wilder, People's President. And it is an extraordinary story of bravery and courageousness and, and hope. It's a story of democracy. Well, and that was my next question that, you know, as far as he was the, you know, the opposition front runner, this popular pop star, as you said, very famous in Uganda turned politician and, you know, running against somebody in a very, <laughs> in a brave, it was brave. It is brave to run against somebody who's this powerful and particularly given the reputation of violence of that current leadership. But even, you know, in I, there were news reports as of, what was this, October 5th, that in Thursday, October 5th, that Bobby Wine had been arrested at the airport as he returned to the country. And his National mm. Uni- Unity mm. platform mm. was saying he was violently arrested. And so it makes your documentary quite current to say this battle uh, and, and this courage continues for Bobby Wine. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it, it's, you know, not the end of the story. We had to finish the story somewhere and we finished it after the last yeah. election. But I was, I mean, just to put it in context, I was with Barbie in London um, a couple of weeks ago and suddenly Barbie's phone goes and Bobby's out in the west of the country campaigning, talking to people and Barbie's phone goes and it was, I mean, I can't say who it was, but yeah. it was a very credible Western government saying that there was a plan to assassinate Bobby that day. And Bobby was in a crowd of, of, you know, tens of thousands of people. And Bobby was desperately trying to get hold of someone who could, you know, get him out of the area. But his life is in threat every single day. And, um, you know, he was talking to me three days ago, and he said, I'm pretty sure they're going to kill me. And it just feels almost inevitable because he's becoming more and more popular and the regime have so much to so much to lose that and he represents you know his whole thing is non-violence it's all about sort of peaceful demonstration and they're they're fearful you know bobby always says they're more afraid of me than i'm afraid of them yes i mean it's it's you you do a great job of you know flowing through the, his music but as well you know, talking about um, the courage it takes and bringing that positive focus of democracy and reminding all of us, I mean, I would say for Americans, this is critical to watch because I think Americans, we tend to be a self-involved group and not often, sometimes I I try to say we don't look at the worldview and how blessed we are here in this country to realize Mm -hmm. our blessings as far Mm -hmm. as the Constitution, our rights. And I think your documentary is so poignant in that, as Christopher, as you talk about, you know, as you tell the story here, but how democracy in other parts of the world is a dream. Yeah, totally. And I think, I mean, it's also a message to us in the West. Yeah. You know, the Museveni regime in Uganda gets a lot of money from the U.S., gets a lot of money from Europe. And we just sometimes forget who we're propping up. You know, we and then someone like Bobby comes along who actually stands for our values. You know, he stands for democracy. He's nonviolent. He's talking about health care and education. And 
and we sort of forget that those are the people we should be supporting, not violent regimes that have now been in, in power for 40 years. And then when eventually they do fall or the dictator dies, you know, it just doesn't look great on us, the fact we've been so supportive of them. Yes. Yeah, so, Christopher Sharp, uh, you know, I, I thank you so much for coming back on and talking about the case of or the people's president on Nat Geo, on uh, National Geographic and now streaming on Hulu and Disney Plus. Thank you so much for joining for joining me again this morning. And I, I just I love the way that you try to weave in the hope and the positivity amid, uh, you know, what what can only be called a very brave endeavor you know, that that's unimaginable. Thank you so much for being here this morning, Christopher Sharp. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.